You know that age between 28 and 31 where you're like, WTF is going on? Yeah, that's your Saturn return. My name is Court and I'm here to spill the tea on what all this means astrologically. And let's be honest, I need to figure out how to make it through my own Saturn return because, whoa, am I right? Expect real stories from real people who have already been through this life-changing transit. You'll hear little nuggets from me and my diary that I've kept over the past few months. Plus, I'll interview others who have passed this phase already and are on to the next series of their life. So grab your iced coffee and get your diary. Prep yourself because Saturn is always listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Saturn Return Diaries podcast. My name is Courtney, your host of this wonderful show. If you're listening to this on uh, Spotify or actually Apple, don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really helps me out and just get it into more people's ears, faces, cars, wherever they listen to this. But if you're new here, welcome. So happy that you're here. Basically, what we talk about here is people's Saturn returns. I share a little bit about my journey, what I'm learning since I'm currently going through my Saturn return, and basically it's just an open space to, you know, chat with people who are going through a Saturn return or who have been through it so we can get some content and uh, know what to do and what not to do. Am I right? (laughs) Anyway, so let's get into today's episode. I'm super excited for you guys to hear this one. Julia. I love Julia. Julia is one of my Reiki masters, um, teachers. I did level one and two with her and Lex. Hey Lex, if you're listening. And I found Julia through, I don't know, Instagram somewhere. I think I found Brazen Soul. Um, and it was actually because she was host hosting. What even just happened to my voice there? hosting um, full moon workshops, like uh, circles at this place in Vancouver, which was just so beautiful. And I had been there before to other events. Um, I was actually doing a lot of like trying to network, meet new people and kind of go to things that were feeling like more aligned with me versus like drinking and all the stuff that I was really growing out of. So I started to go to things and I would go to things by myself all the time. And I went to this one and I remember, I I don't know, I just kept going. Like I, the first one I ever went to was a Virgo one. Um, and then I just kept going ever since from there. And I've been to every single one of them since that time. I've met incredible friends from going to these. So it's just, it just been so life-changing. And um, Julia just holds such beautiful space and she's fun in the way that she does things. Like, literally, I kid you not, like, we not only dance at these amazing rituals, but also get a Reiki experience. Like, it's just like this perfect balance of spiritual and also like hype girl status. Like, it's so much fun. So, that's how I met Julia. And she's just been such a big teacher on my journey. And, It's really cool to look at her chart and then now um, obviously get to hear more about her Saturn return and what she went through. And it's just so funny because everything that she was saying, I'm like, wow, like you're mirroring to me, you know, a lot of what I'm going through. And I think that that's a big reason why I wanted to do this podcast. Like we all have a story and we all have teachers that come into our lives at different times and they help us. And you know, Julia, I'll never forget this one. Like she said a lot of things to me that have been super helpful, but I did a session with her and we did some EFT tapping and Reiki and it was a lot to do with money blocks. And that's the thing that I am working on the most. And she said, you know, like, um, oh, we were talking about my career and she said, you know, there's more than just this way to make money. And it was such a simple statement, but yet my brain had never conceptualized that there was other ways to make money other than what I had chosen for my career. And that was so big for me. So we have these people who come into our lives and they just say one specific thing and it can change so much. So 
<sighs> I'm so excited for you to hear Julia's magic and what she's all about. Um, she's just such a beautiful human being inside and out. And yeah, I'm so grateful for her. So without further ado, let's listen to her Saturn return story and I will see you guys on the other side. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Saturn Return Diaries podcast. My name is Courtney. If you're new here, you should go back and listen to all the old episodes. <laughs> um, but if you're new here, we welcome you. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, obviously, we talk about astrology, but Saturn return stuff. That is the main theme here. And today I'm super excited because I'm talking to someone whom I love so much and who has impacted my journey a lot um, and also probably helped me on my own Saturn return like prep and I didn't even know it at the time. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of funny. So I'm super excited to dive into this more. Um, if you're on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you're on the podcast world, uh, you know, you can leave a review. That'd be really great. Love you for that. But without further ado, let's just get into this because that's why we're all here. So hi, Julia. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I was like, my face hurts from smiling so much already. I'm like, yeah, just ready so to go. Um, yeah, if you guys are on YouTube right now watching, this is so cool because we were just talking about this before we hit record, but Julie is wearing her brand colors that are like very on point with her business, which I'm sure we'll talk about after, but also her rising sign. So we'll get into that and kind of talk about that more. I love that information. I was like, I didn't even know that this, this color was associated with my rising sign. I'm learning here. So I'm, yeah. I'm this. You're embodying your who you are, and that's why we love astrology. Love I love it. it. Yeah, love it. Um. Okay. So, do you want to tell us? I love asking people this question: Who are you as a person? Versus, like, I mean, you can say the things you do, but who who is Julia? Oh, okay. Yeah, I can answer this one. My instinct right away was to say, I am someone who, I mean, I think, but also have received this feedback is very loving, kind, very caring. I, I love the people in my life so much and everyone feels like family to me. And I think first and foremost, I'm just someone that cares so deeply about others and, and supporting them and seeing them grow. And that has founded the essence of what I do in my life for work and who I am as, you know, a leader in different ways and a teacher and how I support my friends and who, how I show up to be with my friends and, and everybody. I think that's a constant that I'm, that I'm proud of. Mm, so beautiful. I love that so much. Um, okay. And so now what do you do? What are, what are the facets of you? What are the facets of me? So yeah, there are many. I'm a multi-passionate person and I does a disclaimer initially when I, um, well, you'll hear the rest of the story about my career, but I always thought it was wrong to have multiple jobs or to have multiple interests because we get taught just stick to one thing and that's your purpose. And I've learned over time that it's so cool and so amazing to be able to do many things at once. So, uh, part of what I do is I support women with body image and confidence and self-worth. And I support those that are struggling in relationships with their, you know, with food and with their weight and body image. I support them to have a loving re relationship with themselves, a peaceful relationship with food and to overcome those struggles. Having been, um, having gone through that myself, that was something that I always felt really passionate about making a difference in, in the world. And then I also, as Court obviously knows, having been through this, am a Reiki master and teacher and lead a, uh, the Luminary School of Healing with my best friend, Lex. So I get to do a lot of cool things day to day. And I feel really lucky that I get to have multi-passionate things going on. Oh my God. Love. I'm like, yes to the multi-passionate. I cannot just do one thing. What right? are you, what's your human design? Do you know? Oh yes. Damn it. I did go through this and I'm like, what am I? 
Uh, I think, can you give me the names of them? There's manifesting generator, manifester, generator, reflector, and projector. Projector. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm someone that executes. I'm like a, I forget the name, but we'll come back. Okay. I'll well, I'll, we can just link it. <laughs> I'll come back because I don't remember off the top of my head. I have to look yeah. it up, but yeah. I, I, I did this this year, so I should know this. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway, we'll I, I love it so much. I think that like, you know, even just obviously we profile people in these cool ways nowadays, but it's so fun to be like, think of it. Like, who are we? Like, who do we want to be? And, and to change and have different passions is so cool. Also wanted to say shout out to Lex. We just talked about you. So I need to say hello. If you're listening. <laughs> um, and um, eventually she will come on the podcast too. So yeah, super excited to chat more with you. Um, I want to know now, this is my favorite type of profiling of the peeps. So sun, moon, rising, what are they? Do you know? If not, I have them. Oh, I love this. Uh, Sun Taurus. I was like, I paused for 10 minutes to figure out what the rest of them. No, (laughs) Sun Taurus, moon in Virgo, Aries rising. Mm, Yes, that's it. We love it. You have so much earth in your chart too, which is so I do. I do. I guess I'm very earthy. I'm, I, I don't know. I guess I have become quite a grounded person over time, but I, I didn't used to initially agree with that, but mm. I do now. Okay, cool. Um, that actually leads me to asking then like, what about your signs do you relate with if anything, or if not, you can add that too. Yeah, I think, I think, okay. So a couple things. I relate to a lot of it, but I also don't like to stick people in a bucket where, you know, I, I relate to this a lot with dating where you meet someone and you're like, oh, they're a Leo. And so immediately you look up the compatibility and, and what happens if you fall into that whole story that, okay, a Taurus, let's say in a Leo or this type of compatibility or a Taurus and a Scorpio or this, and it's not good. Like I've dated people where it says the compatibility is not good, but then our relationship is really good. And I think sometimes we can fall too much into these little buckets and then we let that determine kind of the course of our life. And that's, that's the part that I have resistance to, Mm -hmm. but in terms of my own, um, I do really relate to a lot of the things it says. Like, I know that, you know, as someone who's a Taurus and an earth sign, I am like a very, I am very grounded. It says I'm a very loyal and caring person. Those are all very true. I, I do really, I mean, it says that I care a lot about like the finer things in life and materialistic things. And I mean, I have an eye for that stuff, but it's not like my most important thing. I relate to some of the qualities more than other. Like I'm, I feel that I am very determined and strong-willed and when I want something and I go after it, I can get it. Like there's a lot of things in there that I, I can appreciate. And, and some also that I'm like, eh, take it or leave it. Um, yeah. And then I don't know, like for the moon in Virgo, it says that I'm, I'm someone who prefers to listen to their head and not their heart. I'm like, I don't know that I believe that. I don't know that I completely align with that, but you know, um, I, yeah, I, I do agree that I only make decisions after really thinking about it for a long time. So there's that too. Yeah. Um, but you're rising. Cause that's actually like, there's so much here we could talk about, but your rising is like um, a lot of how we kind of present ourselves to the world, right? Like that's how other people see us. Uh, so what are what do you feel like on that? Aries too, like first one, that's leadership. Yeah, I guess I do that. The qualities there definitely align with me more and the assertiveness and stuff like that with Aries for sure. I think that... Uh, I do. I do align with that for sure. But tell me more. What else do you see? In I the air? I'm curious to hear your thoughts because you know me and you, you know, the charts better than me. Tell me what you, what you picked okay. out. As being like for Yeah. Let's just unpack. I'm, I'm going to do, I, we should do. Okay. Everyone wants to do compatibility astrology and it will come people. Okay. I'm diving more into this, but it's so important what you said, like actually debunking that whole, like, you know, we look up compatibility and it's this and this, and I do this too. Like, I'm not saying I don't, but there's so much to people's charts and energies, and we are constantly changing and evolving and growing. So at different points in our life, 
we might feel more attracted to certain energy than others. That's like, you know, how it is. So I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, second thing, what I would say is that knowing you and like who you are, it's this, this like Aries quality is so very you like it's 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 beautiful in a sense because it's like let's go like you lighten things up like you get things going it's like very um being in a room with someone like that can really um be like a firecracker like let's go but you also have this like very um grounded gentle nature to you that is very supportive which is why I feel like you know obviously having those that earth element is so cool because it allows you to hold space for people and their transformation. And Virgo is the ultimate like service healer. Like they're here to help people heal. Yeah. 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 I was going to say one more thing. And Taurus is like, anytime I, I tell people this, but with Taurus, it's like, that to me is like mama earth, like the healer. Like when I feel like Reiki, I'm like, this is Taurus energy for sure. Cool. I love that. That makes so much sense. I picture the little triangle of them all connecting and and that does feel a lot like me when you put them all together. And I think most people, when they look into astrology, we just look at our sun signs. We aren't really taught how to read a chart or what it really means. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can go on cafe astrology and read through the 15 pages, but I think it's really easy to make, you know, a, a kind of a snap judgment about yourself and your chart and others. And, you know, there's a lot more to it. There's so much. Yeah. It's so true. Um, but don't worry. That's why I'm here. Courtney is here to teach y'all. Yeah. (laughs) Um, book a call. Yeah. (laughs) Book a call. Love that. Um, anyway, so let's hear about your Saturn return. So we're going to, we're going to dive into this a little bit. I'm going to kind of backpedal into, um, your life. (laughs) So, you know, let's just prepare for this. Um, and we're going to start with going back to when you were around the age of 26, 27, but before we go there, I want everyone to know your Saturn, um, placement. So do you know yours or no, if not, I can, Oh, I don't even know what that means. Okay. This is where I come in. I have studied more. Like, should I have learned about this? (laughs) No, some people know, and some people don't, but, um, you actually have your Saturn in, uh, Capricorn and it's at two degrees. So this basically means that, um, your Saturn would be at an earlier degree, which means that you're feeling the energy closer to the beginning of when that sign transitioned into, um, Saturn. So everyone who was born with Saturn and Capricorn, you just finished your Saturn returns. And I've talked about this before, um, but that officially ended in at the end of 2020. So for you, this would have kind of been building um, around 2017. Um, That's when your progressed moon 2016 era was happening. And then it kind of started going like, okay, we're prepping you for this time in life. Mm-hmm. With that being said, what was going on for you around the age of 26, 27? Um, yeah. Take I was back. like, I, I was joking to you, but I'm not that I said, honestly, we should go through my iPhone and just get a quick snapshot of what I was doing in that, in that, in that year. <laughs> but, uh, okay. So I had just, this is so crazy. Cause I just literally pulled open my phone to 2016. Cause I needed a refresher And I know immediately that I had just moved into my first apartment on my own. So that was a huge step. Um, I had also, well, later, I think in 2017 is when I officially left my eight and a half year job at Lululemon, which was a huge, huge part of this whole journey. And I had also... I mean, I was still in 2016 teaching as a fitness instructor, but I left that job back in 2017, I believe. And that was also a big shift in my life. And in in addition to this, if possible to throw in one more thing, I'd also left a really painful relationship that was with someone who is a narcissist. So that was a really challenging thing as well. So there was a lot of shifts in the relationship department, home life, career like it was like throw everything throw everything in there at once kind of thing yeah the uh Saturn return cocktail I like to call that 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Blend it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least four shots in that one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we might need to unpack that a little bit. So first I'm going to, I'm actually going to pull up your chart. People can't see this. I would never show them um, like this on here, but um, so your moon in Virgo, when you were having a progressed moon transit, I pulled this up for um, around 2015 is when this actually started. So for people who um, I've done a um, an episode on this, I believe, but the progressed moon sets us up. So Julia's moon is in Virgo. Um, and when it was in your progressed placement, um, it stayed there for two and a half years and it was in the fifth house. Fifth house has to do with love, has to do with romance, has to do with, um, finding our voice, our creative expression. So you had this transit from 2015, basically leading into, 2017 moving through those areas of life which is kind of crazy so I don't know if that relates to the time of when you were in a relationship or kind of what was coming up then um but yeah how does that feel yeah I mean whew, a lot happened in that period so 2015 ish is when you said it, this was all kind of going down yeah so I had in 2015 like summertime ended that relationship that was unhealthy, but it, it still weighed so heavily on me for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say I was still very much healing from that and, and doing the usual trying to get out there and move on and get back into the dating scene, but feeling like this negative cloud just cascaded over me. And interestingly enough, that is what led me into Reiki because I felt like I needed some other form of healing to help me really separate from that energy and that I didn't feel it was cognitive. Like I didn't feel like it was something I could talk out and read in like the usual ways, which I already tried. So that was really what brought me back into my spiritual self and my connection with, yeah, energy healing. Yeah. So, okay. How old were you when you found Reiki? Okay. So 2015, I'm like, let's do the quick math here. Um, (laughs) I mean, I'm 33 now, so six years, I guess. Okay. So six years ago. Does that make sense? 27, probably a little bit earlier than that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Probably right in there. 26, 27. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So you, that's when you started Reiki and you were going as like, um, a client like you yeah. Were, yeah okay you got it yeah wow and so is that kind of would you say that was a big um starting point to your healing or just a deeper level of healing deeper level because I'd already been in therapy and different things for most of my adult life but healing in this way was very new for me and really bridge that gap for me that I was, that I was looking for and really connected me to spirituality. I had kind of, I don't know, I just never really felt that deeply connected to spirituality for many years. I guess it was really closeted or something. Mm. Ooh, I'm so glad that you brought that up because there seems to be a correlation of, you know, whether you want to call it spirituality or opening up to something greater than what is just right in front of us. Um, this seems, yeah, this seems to be a theme of Saturn return. So, um, I guess, yeah, let's go back there. So you're on the journey of, you know, now going to Reiki and what happens from there? So I started, this was big too. Reiki allowed me to, in those sessions, I felt so connected to my, uh, my younger self, my inner child, a concept that I never really was introduced to or understood. And it was so organic and, and it wasn't even something my, um, my healer really talked about. I just experienced it kind of on my own in the sessions Mm -hmm. and from continuing to go to Reiki and receiving that healing and being in that vibration, something really cool happened where I was able to heal my relationship with my mom, who I had so much resentment towards having grown up in an alcoholic home. Um, and that was such a breaking point. We had this breaking point, like a huge argument in the summer. I feel like it would have been around the same year. And 
I just experienced so much healing from Reiki with her, where it wasn't even anything that she had to do specifically. I just received the healing to let go of the old baggage that was preventing me from being in a loving and healthy relationship with her. And that was one of the greatest gifts I've ever received, which was incredible. So that was a big part of the Reiki healing journey as well. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a big thing. That's so beautiful. I feel like that inner child piece is also so like so intertwined. All of this is, it's so wild because obviously as we're growing and evolving and changing as human beings and kind of getting ready to enter that 30 year old phase of life, you know, you're becoming someone new essentially, or just becoming more of who you've been. And so part of the Saturn return, um, placements and planets moving and evolving is about almost shedding the layers and deconditioning what you've been told. So that inner child piece, whoa, like, yeah. Yeah. That makes so much sense. That's so wild. Um, okay. And so then, okay. So then what's going on with the career at this point? Like you're healing and you're doing all this stuff. So internally you're changing what's happening externally. So externally, I was working at Lululemon and that's where I'd been for, as I was saying, like eight and a half years. So, so long, such a big part of my life and was in a position that I thought was that next step for me and wanting to take on more of a leadership role. But I felt this internal disconnect between what I thought I wanted to be doing for work and what I actually knew that I was passionate about. And I believe that that feeling was there for many years, but I didn't really listen to it. I felt really scared of the reality that I, you know, thinking about quitting my safe job and doing something on my own that felt fucking terrifying. Um, and so I think Reiki really, I was going to coaching school at the time too, while I worked there. So I was kind of like moving in the direction, but definitely not in any place to, to really consider it seriously. And then I think the Reiki healing really helped me to connect to myself in that beautiful spiritual way where I actually started listening to my intuition and I actually started connecting to, and I actually started to feel this deep sense of trust that, you know, hearing, hearing from that, that inner voice, that what my purpose, purpose and passion actually was and trusting that if I actually listen to this voice, I know that I'm being guided by something greater than myself and I will be supported in the best way possible. And I don't have to have all the answers, but if I listen to this and keep trusting it, I think I'll be led in the right direction. And so from continuing on that spiritual journey and that healing path, I gained the courage and the connection to my intuition and my highest self to be able to actually eventually pull the trigger and leave my corporate job, not knowing shit all about how to run a business or even anything about it and just took that leap. And that was, yeah, that's what happened within that later that year. Like, yeah. And that is what, happened. <laughs> it's like, so interesting. And I'm very curious if like, well, you kind of said Reiki has something to do with that, but, um, yeah, it's, it's so interesting to me how all of these things can happen during such a potent time. Right. Because you're like, like, I don't know, how are you feeling during all of this? Like you're, yeah, you're doing Reiki, but like, what, how are you feeling? Oh, so tormented. It was, it was really, really tough. I, I felt such a disconnect, like this, this tug of war between what I thought I should quote unquote be doing. And then what I actually wanted to be doing. And the should was like, well, this is the safer option. This is the option. My parents are more comfortable with. This is where I feel there's more defined success and, you know, less uncertainty but I felt so unhappy and miserable with my day-to-day -day life that I, I knew something had to change. And that's where I just kept leaning more towards that inner voice, the voice that I believe is my highest self. And I kept creating more space for that voice and, and trusting it. And then it, it just became so loud, you know, that I, what was once a whisper was then like a tsunami. And I had to, I had to listen to it and I had to follow that guidance because I knew my mental health, frankly, was not 
my mental health was not doing well being in the environment that I was in. And I was like, well, something has to change. And this voice is leading me here. So what do I have to lose? I don't have kids. I don't have a, a partner. I don't have any real responsibilities. I can, this is the time. This is the time to take a risk. This is the time to take a risk. That is like another Saturn slogan. We need to blow that up. That is yeah. Wow. So I, I mean, I kind of know this, but like, what do you feel like having with Reiki? Cause personally, I see a lot of people within like your community and now friends, um, who've done this and have had major career changes. So do you believe oh. that Reiki, like, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, I do really believe that when you are able to, whether it's Reiki or whatever, spiritual vehicle or practice that you're in. I think Reiki is so beautiful and that not only do you create the space to listen to that voice in your highest self, but you also have the tools to really start healing the layers that are preventing you from fully listening and acting on that higher self. So, um, I, I really do see the connection with Reiki and supporting people to be their most authentic selves, which is like free of all the conditioning and fear and bullshit that we learn throughout our lifetimes. And the amount of our students and, um, you know, clients that have taken these huge steps, like leaving big careers, ending relationships that are toxic, that they never had the courage to do, you know, moving to another country, like the, to your point, a lot of the steps are huge. Like there, there are no like small things. Right. So I definitely see a common thread with that. And I, I do think it is being, being in that frequency. It's such a high vibration energy that anything that isn't in alignment with you and your truth tends to fall away. And you, you receive the steps and guidance to make that happen. Like the energy I truly believe supports you in making that happen. And yeah, Reiki seems to be the common thread for us all. Okay. So just to like selfishly put my little story in here, this is so wild. Cause obviously I'm going through my Saturn return and the first Reiki level one I did people, you're not going to believe this was March 7th, six or seventh, 2020, which was right before the world shut down. And that was, um, right before the my Saturn return it was like the lead up to um, my exact Saturn return which is so wild that is so wild (laughs) oh my goodness I I literally wrote that down I was like I want to go back and revisit that time definitely like that's it's so crazy um but just to go back to this so I want to just I'm going to tell a little bit more about Julia's chart so I pulled up transits for around 2018 so um, around the time of your birthday, I see as you're a Taurus, April birthday, um, you've got Saturn moving over top of your own Saturn at this time. So it's conjunct and, um, yeah, this was April, 2018. So this is like when you're in it, like in the thick of it during this time. Um, and the other thing I'll say is that what's really cool about Julia's chart is that her MC line, which for those of you who don't know what that is, this is kind of like a purpose legacy line. Um, and then Uranus is conjuncted in her chart, which is also conjunct Saturn. And those are very close knit planets working together to create something new. And because Uranus is this like revolutionary planet, it's here to do things in a new way. And she has this in the sign of Capricorn in the 10th house. This tells me this has to do with changing a career structure or system that is in alignment with your purpose or legacy of what you're here to leave, leave in this, in this lifetime. So all of that being said, you know, having it in your 10th house, this is like big career change and life change. So, um, do you want to dive more into that? Like what it's been like, or what was happening around that 2018 mark of your career? Oh my gosh. Perfect timing. So 2018. Yeah. So I just turned 
oh my god I'm like why is my math so terrible we're in 2021 and you said 2018 so let's backtrack how old was I got it okay so <laughs> back around that time um simple math is not my strength just putting it out there anyway <laughs> you're not alone yeah <laughs> we're at home here yeah. say so it's safe to talk about poor math skills okay so around 2018 a lot happened. So as I mentioned, I did quit my job at Lululemon, but I started working. I first took a sabbatical, so I wasn't really actually working. And then I started working full-time as a fitness instructor. And that went on for like a year and a half. So around 2018 is when I, I injured myself teaching. I was still really struggling with my relationship with my body and food. And all of this got the better of me where I ended up getting really sick with what we know to be adrenal fatigue and different things like that and experienced another huge episode of yeah just really facing all the struggles that I had with my body with what it what it meant to be a fitness instructor and and feel like I was constantly comparing myself to those around me in that way and I ended up leaving that career because I was so unhappy ultimately with how much pressure I felt internally, um, and was struggling with those issues. Mm. So that was a really big move for me because in many ways I, I was there to face a lot of the struggles that I thought I'd healed, which I hadn't fully clearly. Number one, I left a career that I actually really loved. So I loved teaching fitness, but I realized it wasn't healthy for me. So I had to say no to that. And then I also had to face the fact that my body had changed a lot from the the health struggles I was experiencing. And that was a big, um, shift in my identity and who I thought I was because I attached a lot of worth and meaning to my body and coming off of being a fitness instructor and looking a certain way and having that all change very fast. It was like the universe really sent me this, this whole event to help me heal through all of that. Mm -hmm. So career wise, yeah, it propelled me fully on the direction of 100% investing my time and energy into brazen. Um, and that was really scary because it was like, I got no foundation here, man. Like we're just, you're going full in and we've tried the other route and it's not working. So here you go. So that's when I fully had nothing else going on except me trying to make my business happen. As I said, with little to no business education or skills, other than my passion for what I love to do and figuring it out along the way. So, yeah. I just love that. Like, love that. Especially how you're saying like no business education. Nothing. You just followed your intuition essentially. I followed it out. (laughs) Yes. And, and this is where it's like, I mean, there are countless people out there questioning whether they can leave their jobs and because they don't have this skill, they haven't gone to school for this. They don't have any education here. It's like, you don't need any of that. If I truly believe if you are passionate about what you do, it lights you up. It brings you into more joy and you're living into that vibration. You will attract more and more of that abundance. And, you know, if it's worth anything to anyone, like I'm making more money than I made at my career of eight and a half job, eight and a half years. That was like my biggest fear of not wanting to leave that job. Right. So it's so possible for you. You just have to really lean into that, that belief that you can and listen to that voice of your, your highest self. And I will say before we move on, um, that, in that same struggle, because of how low I was and how deep the struggle was in that period of my Saturn return, which I truly didn't know I was going to get out of, meaning the struggle I had with my body and how it was changing. Like I had a lot of deep issues with like physical symptoms. I had insomnia. I had, I was experiencing depression again, terrible anxiety. I believe it was all interrelated to my, my career and making those changes. And I know probably for many people out there going through their Saturn return, and I know you've gone through this too, like you hit those really low points where you just don't even know what to do. You don't even know where to, how to move forward. You doubt a lot of things, but that period was so essential for my evolution where now so much of what I'm able to help people with, it has been informed by those low points. It's like, it was a precursor and a key event Or if I didn't go through that, I would hundred percent not be in the career path that I was, I am right now. And so hopefully that's helpful for people to hear out there is that you've got to trust your struggles and you've got to trust the depths of that despair because it can feel really dark and really lonely and isolating. And like, you're never going to get through it, but it's all, I always believe it's like the magic that you need 
to be able to then propel yourself forward in the direction that you're meant to go, right? Like a lot of abundance comes from our suffering, just saying. I love all of that so much. It's so helpful because yeah, it is really dark. Like the amount of, it can be very dark. I don't want to say it is for everyone, but I think you're right that there are those like pitfalls of like, that feel like they can really, really suck you in and suck you dry. Um, And I love the way that you said that, like, you know, there's abundance that can come from those times. So it kind of goes into like two, I was going to say, what advice would you give to people who are going through it? Um, But I I think you did a really good job of um, that. But what would you have said to yourself? Like, if you could look at that, Julia, you know, now, like, what would you say to her? I would say I am so inspired by your passion and your, your drive and with your vision of how you want to support people in the world and keep leaning into that because that's the fire you need to make it all happen. And you're going to experience moments of doubting yourself like any normal human being will in this journey of trying something new, but that inner fire and that vision and that passion is going to lead you to the abundance that you're looking for. And that's what I would say to everyone. Like you've got to tune into that why and that passion and that trust. And that will burn through any of the doubt on any given day. If you can really spend time sitting in there and trusting yourself and connecting to your highest self in that way, like you're going to get, you're going to get there. It's just inevitable. Yeah. Oh, I love this. You are like, this is like Capricorn. Just like, yeah, like (laughs) you're going to get, you're going to get to the top of the mountain. You just need to keep going. (laughs) Yeah, it's the truth. I love it so much, especially too, because, um, Saturn has a lot to do with karma as well. So as much as it is, it, it is our teacher and what we're here to kind of work through in our life. It's also about karma. So as you're saying, like, you know, when you, when you tune into your why, when you look at your vision, when you, you know, have this idea, when you keep going with it and you don't give up on yourself, there's something waiting on the other side. Like you're, you literally just said that. And that is what Saturn does. Saturn is our, I call him big daddy Saturn. He just waits. He's like, no, if, did you do your chores? Like, did you do this? Like if you did, then here's what you get. If you're putting in your work and you're learning your lessons. So which is cool. And I think that's what we find hard to know or remember when we're in it. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, so yeah, what do you feel like, I guess, kind of leading into that, what do you feel like any of this karma has been that's come through, whether that be, you did say you make more now, but I'm sure there's other things um, that have kind of come to you from that time. Oh, I would, I mean, I would say without hesitation, like I'm more abundant and always in my life than ever before. And I mean, I'm, I'm more authentically joyful and grateful and, um, more, yeah, more happy and always like, it's, it's truly not just about the money, although that's a nice part of it. It's like, I mean, I am so grateful and fortunate to live in a beautiful home and, you know, to have the amazing friends that I do. Like, I don't, I, I, felt like I lived in so much darkness in that time you know there was just such a cloud around me and now I look at my life I'm like how literally how lucky am I that this is the life that I I lead and I just feel like there's so much high frequency energy that surrounds me and it's not like oh I'm just so lucky like it just happened this way I worked really hard to make this a reality right like it's it's been a journey to say the least but you can just see what happens and how the universe, you know, I I don't know if like rewards you is the right word, but just brings you what you, what you really deserve when you're spending so much time working at clearing those doubts and, and doing your healing work. It really just gives you what you're ready for. And there's not a lot that we're ready for when we're sitting in a lot of that, that cloudy energy. And again, I totally get that a lot of people's Saturn returns are not always, you know, like, gloomy. I for sure feel like that's the truth. Mine happened to be, but in a very positive way, like a very empowering gloomy. Yeah. Oh my God. Empowering, empowered gloomy. I love that. 
I love that so much. Yeah. I've asked a few people, like, what do you, what word would you use to describe that time? Like, I don't know if you have one, but I really like what you just said. <laughs> well, truly like dark, gloomy, but life altering it, what it changed the course of my life. It truly did for the best. I would never, if that hadn't happened, I don't even want to know what life I would have been leading because there was so much gloom. And now it's like, you know, I, I feel like the, the light, like the sun, I feel like I live in this, this sunny energy all the time. Yeah. And look at it. If you're on YouTube, she's got, it is. it's just glistening you like a goddess. <laughs> yeah. The sun just really did come in appropriately through the clouds for this moment. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So much. <laughs> thank you. Sun God. <laughs> More please. We love it. Um, yeah, you know, it's so true. And and I do get a lot of DMS, a lot of the time of people being like, who are coming up to their Saturn returns or who are in it right now. And they're like, what does this mean? Like, I'm actually scared because the internet loves to hype things up as we're all aware <laughs> at this point. Um, and so it's so great to hear everyone's experience because not only did you say that, yes, there was darkness, but there was also a light that was birthed from this and you're 33 now. And people like, I don't know if my mom even listens to these, but, um, it's so funny. Cause I've always said, like, I just want to be 33, like, just get me there, get me out of this, you know? And the fact is you can't, you can't just skip by. You would miss all of these like lessons and stuff that, you know, we're talking about now. So yeah, I think also the material for each of your future novels and life stories and material on YouTube. I tell everybody this, like clients, students, whoever, friends, it's like every moment of the, of these challenges is exactly what you're meant to go through to offer back to the world and, and to get to the other side. Like we truly cannot expand and mm -hmm. elevate our frequency and vibration without contracting. That's just how it works. It doesn't mean it's like you're sitting in this terrible, like torrential storm every time, but yeah, there's going to be these moments of it feeling crunchy and you're going to expand and keep, keep ascending from there. So it's like, I wouldn't trade it for the world, even though it wasn't easy by far. Yeah. I feel like this episode is perfectly timed as always divine timing, but um, just with like the way that the world is going, there's a lot of people who are resigning from their jobs for various reasons. Um, there's just so much happening and there's a lot of contraction. There's, you know, so much of it that can feel like that. And remembering that, like, it's, it's not going to be like this forever. You know, it won't always be like this. Things will change. Things will, you know, there has to be light. The sun comes out the sun comes out, you know, even on a cloudy day. I think that's a song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But so I love that we're talking about this now. I really, really do. I love it too. And it's so, if you look at any of the events that have been terrible over the last year and a half in our pandemic lives, what there's been a lot of positive things that have come out of those really awful periods, you know, and yeah. it, sometimes it is necessary to create change. And here we are going through more of this crunchy stuff that is upsetting for most of us. And I have no doubt that it's going to create really empowering life altering changes for the world for the better. Yeah. I love this crunchy. Oh yeah. A oh, crunchy, like you could, I don't know. Crunchy don't know. life. Crunchy life. Some people love the crunchy. I do like a crunchy peanut butter, but you know what I mean? Crunchy I was going to ask, are you smooth crunchy. or crunchy peanut? No, I'm crunchy, but you know what I mean? Maybe that's because my tolerance for crunch is a little higher than most. So currently I'm smooth, after but maybe after my, um, you know, Saturn return, it's going to be crunch. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? I actually thought about this. I'm kind of related, but when we were talking about pizza, I was like, there should be some kind of astrology for pizza, pizza toppings, right? Like oh, my favorite is pepperoni and this. What does that mean about you? Like, I feel as though there's a reading for your choice of pizza toppings that I want to send um, over to you as an idea. So perhaps we should like make this some sort of an event, collaborate on this. <laughs> yeah, what's your what's your topping? Yeah, what's your topping? What's your favorite? Um, and then we'll, we'll get that pizza. So actually, for those of you, this is what we're talking about. Last night, I um, commented on Julia's post and it was about pizza. Well, more than just pizza, but there was pizza in the post. 
And um, she said, what's your like favorite place to go to in the city? And I said, virtuous pie. Um, Cause that's the last place I had ever had pizza. So now I want to ask you, what's your favorite pizza place? Okay. So if I'm going for like cheap and dirty, it's Panago because there's, that's like the drunk pizza I used to get in university and you can, you can get, actually, I got something called four for 20. So a large pizza was $5 and you got, you got dipping sauce. I was a bit of a ham in university anyway. Um, but now today with my more refined palate, if uh, I've had a few cocktails, then yeah, it would be a Panago special with all the dipping sauces or, um, I mean, AJ's and East Van is really quality as well. I've never tried that. Very good. I like a meat full pizza. Sorry, vegetarians. I, I, yeah. Pack it on. I see. I love it. Um, I've actually never had Panago because I don't know why, but we don't have it in Ontario. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I maybe need to try that. That'll be my adventure. Um, Have a pizza night. (laughs) With my ordering the pizza or the popcorn from the movie theaters that was amazing that was outstanding I was like you yeah yeah Yeah. it's 1010 recommend doing that um anywho so yeah it's you know all of this stuff is just so great to hear and walk through I actually wanted to ask you this though when Mm -hmm. um when did you and Lex start like your business together because that would have been both of your Saturn returns same time I think it was 2018 wow yeah and that was also interestingly enough it was also without hesitation there there's something about well I believe uh something about your Saturn return when you're experiencing these life-altering shifts where a part of you just has such such a keen knowing like such a trust that this is the right path Lex and I started our preliminary school of healing. And it was, it was, I don't want to say it was easy because we faced a lot of our own challenges just in our relationship and different things as you do working with a a best friend or partner or whoever, but it, the, the underlying, like, we're going to do this never changed. There was never a, a, like, Oh, I don't know if this is right for us or should we do this? We just move forward. And it was like, we were led the whole time. And then the healing that has come from being like creating this school and following that part of our Saturn return has been infinite. So it's, Mm. yeah, this is where I say, it's just, you really, you really trust that voice and you're led into so much abundance in countless ways from, yeah, these elements of our Saturn return. Mm. Oh, I love that. I love it so much. Yeah. I can't wait to um, hear Lex's too and see how they kind of correlate together because you two are soulmates um, and it's clear to see, um, to so many of us. So, um, yeah, that's amazing. I'm so incredible. And so by the way, people, if you want to get your like Reiki level one and two or masters, which I have not gotten yet, but will, um, Soon enough. yeah, it'll, uh, yeah, you can, we'll, I'll keep all the links below, but, um, couldn't recommend enough. Like it changed my life on so many different levels. So levels, level one and two. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then I, that also cued Avicii in my head to Avicii yeah. muscles. The best. Yeah. We were talking about Avicii before we hopped on here. So, uh, yeah, love it. Cool. All right. Well, actually I want to ask one more fun thing before yeah, please. Off. I love, um, people have been really liking when I ask really random astrology questions to people or like how it correlates. And the one that popped into my head um, for you was when is your beautiful doggy's uh, birthday? Do you know? Okay, so he's a rescue, and when I got him, oh my god, his birthday is tomorrow. But like, not actually. Okay, so his his pickup date when I got him was t- tomorrow, a year ago. So I've had him for a year tomorrow. So I better take a nice photo of him for yes. That's a- um, but I don't know his actual birthday because it's all an estimate. They said when I picked him up, he was two and a half years old last year. So mm-hmm. now he'll be three and a half. And so that means that I guess his birthday would be um, whatever six months minus September is. So much math in this episode. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I hate simple math. It gives me anxiety. Okay. So August, July, June, May, April, March. So maybe he's born in like a March. Okay. 
Well, this is not, he's rescued. So we don't really know. Yeah. We're going to set his birthday as tomorrow. Cause that's like your, we'll just say he's like a little Virgo doggy. Um, but if it's his, if it's, if you're celebrating him tomorrow for the fact that, you know, you're picking, you, you picked him up, then that's Virgo, which is this like service dog, essentially. Like, oh, he is a service dog. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask that because I was like, I wonder what like this, this partnership between the two of you are like, because I love following and watching online on Instagram, but this is also like a little being from your Saturn return who came into your life. Yeah, he is. Oh my gosh. And that, yeah, I mean, that's another thing where, you know, your parents tell you one thing, like never get a dog and it's too much work. And I listened to that old conditioning for so long. And then I just intuitively knew I want a dog. I've always wanted a dog. I trust this. And then the, like a story for another time, but the way that I actually got him was so crazy how it worked out and so meant to be. And he is truly this little service dog. He's, he's brought so much healing into my parents' lives and his best friend is Lex's dog and they have a great time together and he's brought so much healing into my life. It's, I mean, animals, I can't say enough. I can't say enough. So I don't know if that answered your question. I feel like at this point I'm circling, but we love it. We want to talk. What is, what is your dog's name? Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. We, we like Gibson. (laughs) I don't know where he is. Gibby. Come here. Come come say hi. (laughs) He's coming. He's coming. Come on. Good boy. Come here. Oh, he's just, he's doing his stretch. When they get out of bed, they always stretch. Right. He's like, I got to go here for this. I got to, I got to get, oh my God. He's like, (laughs) hi Gibson. Hi Gibson. (laughs) Oh my God. Love this so much. He's so cute. He's so cute. He's such a good boy. He's such a good boy. So sweet. All right. Well, on that note, um, we will wrap it up here. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Um, is there, I like to kind of end with a little, like, I guess, do you have any announcements? Is there anything going on in your life? <laughs> announcements, <laughs> yeah. Other than rescue a dog, if you'd like, cause it's a great thing to do and very, uh, very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? announcements. So the ritual, I don't know if this is going live, but the ritual will be coming up on September 21st, which is a Tuesday at 5 PM. That's our full moon party, healing, Reiki, all good things to empower you. And so check that out. If you're interested, that'll be in my bio and Instagram. And then, you know, if you're a person out there who is struggling with your body or your relationship with food, and you want a natural way to come back into your power and confidence, I've got a lot of free YouTube videos you can check out or you can call me anytime because I'd love to support you. And um, all of our Reiki classes are starting back up this fall. So we have level one coming up, the master class coming up, level two will be in October. So if you're feeling excited or inclined to learn more about that, you can head over to the Luminaries Instagram or our website, luminarieshealing.com. Yeah, I'll link everything below. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't need to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it. Don't worry. Yeah. Save your breath. I'll do it. Yeah. Sounds like a lot to say, a lot to say. Yeah. Um, but also I just recommend like, I don't know, just following along with your journey on Instagram. It's always super fun and come to the ritual people. Like you're missing out if you don't come. <laughs> so. That's how we met. That's how our whole journey began. That's this is full circle. Yeah. If you're listening to this on the podcast world, you'll probably already have heard this, but, um, I, yeah, Julie and I met through, I was like, this is a huge part of my Saturn return journey. So, um, yeah, that's how we met as wild. I never, never looked back (laughs) came every time. Oh, you are, you deserve an award. Truly. I should make a trophy for you. I'm going to have, I'm going to look on Etsy later. Just see what I can do. A plaque, a plaque. Oh my God. That would be so classic. I would love that. Um, but also no pressure. Oh my God. (laughs) I'll live in pressure, but really want it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Um, like I said at the beginning, don't forget to like comment, subscribe if you are not yet and head over to Apple podcasts and leave a rating and review. It just helps with the reach. Um, and we will see you in 
Well, I will see you in the next episode. So thanks everybody. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that episode today with Julia. As I mentioned in the episode, you can check all the links below. Everything is there. If you want to sign up to a Reiki course, um, Julia and Lex have those. If you want to book a session with Julia, definitely do that. She is, like I said before, just so amazing at what she does. Um, And come to the ritual. Oh my God, it's on Zoom. So now anyone can come. It is my favorite way to celebrate the moons, the seasons changing, just to be with, you know, these amazing people. So definitely come. I will link all of that below. And if you want to work with me, of course, there is always an option to do that. Book an astrology reading, a channeled guidance session, or if you want to come, I'm teaching astrology. So come on over to Bravely Beautiful Brand, which is my main biz. And that is where I will actually be holding the astrology room sessions. And you can come and learn about something astrology, astrologically related. (laughs) So come over there and check it out. Come say hey on YouTube if you're, you know, wanting to come and watch these instead. Or just come say hey on Instagram and let me know what you thought of the episode. Love you guys so much. Get out there. Don't forget to live your dreams. And remember, Saturn is always listening. Bye.